Hi friends, you're listening to Created Podcast, and we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy, and Emily. Every week, we will take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be. No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring, or skeptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we are all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity, and confidence in understanding our worth and identity. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Created Podcast. We are so excited to continue our study in, not study, I guess our conversation in um, the names of God. And today we have Taff with us. And then sadly, Mandy is out. She is sick and her little guy is sick. So we can all be praying that they feel better soon. Um, But today, yes, we are going to talk about the word Jehovah Nisi. And this is a really cool word. We've had so much discussion on it now. And I think that (laughs) like the more we talk about it, I'm like, this is just, I don't know. I really love the word Jehovah Nisi. It's coming alive for us. Um, It is. It's coming alive (laughs) for us. And I just, I'm so excited to continue just studying the names of God Mm -hmm. more because I really feel like, like as much as they are really his character, it's, it's so cool that there's specific names to, to him. So um, we are going to just jump right into it. Um, And so Jehovah Nisi means God is my banner, or the Lord is my banner. We see this name of God only one time in this context. Um, However, it is referred to other times within scripture. Um, But it is in Exodus 17. And in this, in Exodus, it's in this portion specifically, we're talking a lot about Moses. And it's a lot of history and um So we just wanted to give you a little bit of background before we jump into the actual context of Jehovah Nisi on just who is Moses and um, kind of his background and who he is a little bit. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going to just go straight into it. So... This is so so much fun for me because I'm I am loving us doing this um, conversation on God's names because it makes me just think I love the Word of God, but it also makes me stop and think and go, God, why why did you choose this point to actually reveal yourself as Jehovah Nisi? Like whatever word we're gonna think, I'm always just thinking, Lord, why this time and why this specific person? Like he could have revealed himself as Jehovah Nisi to any other person in the Bible, but he chooses Moses. And so when we looked at the word Jehovah Nisi, which is he is your banner. So um, some of you might be thinking, what is a banner? So it's like one of those, like when you advertise something and you have this massive um, piece of cloth that writes whatever you want to advertise, like oh, come and get free chickens here. I don't know why I'm saying chickens, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> Or, okay, this is what happens in the UK. We have like, you you have a flyover, right? And some people on birthdays, they, especially the youth, they then go, happy birthday, so-and-so, it's your 18th. And it's like this white piece of like 
um, bed sheet that has been scribbled. And so everybody who drives by sees this. It, it, it looks like graffiti, but you know, so when you're thinking of a banner, I'm just trying to help you to get a visual. That's what's happening. It's, it's something that has something written on it that you want people to know. So in this moment, Moses is in battle and God reveals himself as reminds Moses that I am Jehovah Nisi. I am your banner. So when we look back at Moses, some of you may know who Moses is. Some of you don't, but actually Moses was, was adopted. So when he was born, his mom put him in a river and then he was picked up by Pharaoh. So he was raised by people who were so, who looked so different from him, who, who um, spoke a different language, different dialect, but also he was also raised by upper class people. So imagine he has like a super, you know, posh accent. He is well-educated. He so looks different to his people. And then as he grows up, when he meets God and has an encounter with God, he is now, God then calls him back to his people to lead them. So, so you need to understand this picture. You, so for me, I am Zimbabwean. I am black Zimbabwean. And then I get adopted by someone from China. Okay. And then I, I grow up in China. I speak, you know, China, Mandarin and I know everything and I'm upper class. And then God calls me back to Zimbabwe. And imagine being put back into a situation where you look like the people around you, but your experiences and your worldview are very different, but you are standing with this God. You have this personal relationship with this God, and he is saying, lead these people. In this moment where God reveals himself as Jehovah Nisi, I am your banner, he is basically saying, I want to remind you, Moses, that it's not about what people say you are. Also, Moses has had a stutter. So he just had a lot of things not going on for him. But, you know, in this moment, God is going, it's not about how well you speak. It's not about how great you look as a leader. I want to remind you that I am your banner. I am your defender. I am the one who's going to go before you. And this banner is not just in front of you. This banner is behind you. It's around you and it's protecting you. So as we delve into this world, I just want you to get this picture of God is saying, this is who you are. This is who I am as God. And this is who I'm choosing to be and to show myself before you. So you can be reminded who I have called you to be. So, yeah. I hope people understand that. I just, I get really excited. <laughs> no, I, I think that that was a perfect, perfect backstory and it will place us nicely. I'm actually going to now read for us where we see Jehovah Nisi in scripture. And that is Exodus 17. And I'm going to read verses eight through 16 from the ESV version. It says the Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand up on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered, and Moses, Aaron, and Hur went on top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But when he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him, and he said, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held his hands up one on one side and one on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekites' army with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this on a scroll as something to be remembered, and make sure that Joshua hears it, because I will completely blot out the memory of the, Amal the Amalek from under heaven. 
Moses built an altar and called it, The Lord is my banner. He said, For hands were lifted up to the throne of the Lord. The Lord will be at war against the Amalekites for generation, from generation to generation. So specifically, we see it in verse 15, where it says, Moses built an altar and called it, The Lord is my banner, Jehovah Nisi. And this story has so much, I feel like, that we could all talk about because it is so profound. I love that just Aaron and her came came alongside Moses to keep his hands raised in the air. Like you think about the amount of time that he had his hands up is just so incredible to begin with. And then just the promise that he gives him at the end that he is our banner. And so as we kind of unpack this a little bit more, what does this look like in our lives? How do we take this story from Exodus and apply this to our lives today? And so Taft, do you want to start? Yeah, I'm going to go for it. Um, I think it's very challenging um, because as women, why I say this is because as women, we love to be in control. Maybe, maybe it's just not women. I guess, I guess everybody wants to be in control. But as women, I just we have this little thing that we just want to be in control. So we get word of the Lord. And uh, or maybe sometimes we don't even get word of the Lord. We just see a problem and we go in guns blazing and we're like, we're going to sort this out. I It comes back to the whole thing. I am a woman. I'm all things to all people. I'm going to get this done. And then somewhere along the line, when things get really bad, then God is an afterthought or we bring God into our plan that we have put in. And and why I say that Jehovah Nisi challenges me because actually the posture, when we look at this, this part where it's introduced, the posture that they had had is they had prayed and they had gone before God and God had given them specific instructions of how to defeat the enemy. And they were implementing how to defeat the enemy. There was a physical aspect of it, something that they needed to do. But then there was also a spiritual aspect to it, what they needed to do spiritually. And that's what Moses was doing. Moses was lifting up his hands and he was in worship to the Lord. At the same time, people were in battle. So in that respect, every time I see Jehovah Nisi, he's my banner, is going, actually, how have I positioned myself when I've seen myself, when I need God to be my defender? Um, is he my defender from what he has said? Or is he my defender? Or am I being my own defender? I think I think that's, what's, that's what challenges me every time. Is like, Am I being my own defender or is God being my defender? Um, and when I'm being my own defender, am I tagging God along? Because it doesn't say God is our we are the defender and then God tags along. It actually says God is the defender and he is the one who is wrapping us around um, that banner. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I think for me to kind of like off of that, I think of first John four, four, and it says um, you dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Another version says, because you belong to God, you have already defeated the enemy. Mm. And I think kind of bouncing off of you, Taff, for me, what I've learned, what I learned is just like how we have like these daily battles or these 
for some of us, things that seem like they've gone on for years or things that we're fighting. Um, and these are, are real things. Mm -hmm. But I think when we can step back and see that there is a bigger war that Christ has already won, for me, it helps me get through my daily battles. Mm -hmm. And I love you, you gave the picture that the banners like wrapped around us. And I think that gives me so much confidence knowing that like his banner, like his protection is wrapped around me. And I know the outcome and I know at the mm. end what is going to what is going to happen. He's already defeated mm. the enemy. So any little lies and things that the enemy has set before me or in my head or um, challenges that I may overcome, I know that the one who has overcome it all has has gone before me, who is behind me, who mm. has paved the way for me. And just like just like um, he did with Moses in Exodus and the people, like he was going before them and paving the way for them um, and gave them the reminder that he was their banner. And I think that I oftentimes forget that, I think, yeah. when I'm going into like my own pseudo battle of <laughs> like, okay, like I'm not, I'm not going in this like defenseless yeah. or without, you know, without anyone behind me or beside me. And um, so, yeah, I think that that's, that that, that's been like a huge kind of eye opener for me. Um, How does, like, how do you see Taff, like this changing things for you moving forward or how should it change us? Like, like our daily walk, would Mm -hmm. you say? Um, It's, it's, it's the position of, of our, the position of our heart and the position of our thoughts. Um, why I say that is that you talked about wraparound presence and um, even even though Exodus 17 is the, is the only place that we see Jehovah Nisi being said, there are places where there is, um, there's reference to God being our banner, there's reference to God being our defense. And in that, um, in the Passion Translation, every time when they're talking about defender, they constantly talk about God's wraparound presence. So in Psalm 62 verse 2, it says, He alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me. He is my champion defender. There is no risk of failure with God. So why would I let worry paralyze me even when troubles multiply around me? And in, when I read that, it goes, first is positioning yourself and going, one, my banner says he is my safe place. My banner says that he has his presences all around me. So this banner is all around me and is protecting me. My banner says that he's my champion defender, not just any defender, but champion defender. And there is no risk of failure with God. And then he goes on to say what his issue mm-hmm. is what he needs God to be defending him on, which is his, he's worried, he's worried and it's paralyzing him and the troubles are multiplying. So, so when I, when I look at this in my own life, I go, when I wake up in the morning, what is my first thought process? Is my first thought process going, his wraparound presence is around me. He is my defender. Was my thought process going, oh my goodness, there's all of these things that need to happen. And I need to see victory in this area. So, for example, I'm going to give two examples, if that's okay. 
two examples. Of so, <laughs> so this uh, a current one and and a, and a bit of an older one. So this morning I I woke up and I had a list of things that I needed to do. So I needed to go collect a piece of paper from my brother, and then I needed to go to the doctors and sort it out, and then come back, and then there was just a long list of things that I needed to do. So woke up, had my time with the Lord, and then I'm trying to get a hold of my brother, and there's no response. I'm going. Well, that kind of messes up my morning um, routine because I really needed to slot this little situation in at this time so that when I get to the GP practice, like when I get to the doctors, there's not that many people like, you know, in your head, you start reeling and you're just like yeah. going in the cycle of and and if it doesn't happen this time, I don't have any other time. I don't want to go in the afternoon because the traffic is mad. Like you just going through all these things and I can't go tomorrow because I don't have a car. Today was supposed to be the day and I need to start the process. And it's just going on and on. And I just stopped and I just was like, why am I stressing? God, you have gone before me. Okay, Lord, if it doesn't happen this morning, like how I had planned it to be perfectly, then you have a way for it to happen. Whether it's today, whether it's tomorrow, you have a way. So I release it right now. In the moment where I released it right, and then I continue just getting ready for the day, um, my brother then then contacted me and he was like, oh, sorry, sis, I missed your phone call. Yes, I'm at home. Come and get the piece of paper. So I'm like, oh, my goodness, great. So basically my morning that I had planned still happened and it happened in record time when I got to the GP. There was parking, like everything just worked in such a beautiful way that I was like, but I was walking in the peace that God had given me when I surrendered my plan when I surrendered how I was going. So in that moment, I was going, God has gone before me for today. Yeah. Today, the day that is ahead of me and the plans that I had, God has gone before me. If it doesn't happen today in the way that I want it to happen, Lord, I know you're going to make a way. May I walk this out today in peace. May I walk it out with, with your presence in <clears throat> Exodus 14, 14, when I first heard about Jehovah Nisi, it made me think of the first time where God actually came and he fought for me. And it says in um, Exodus 14, 14, it says, the Lord will fight for you. You need to only be still. And, and it's going that God is saying, declaring, I'm going to fight for you. You need to be still. In before I went to Australia, I was faced with I had just trials after trials after trials. I had word of the Lord that that was where I was supposed to be. But it was just a trial after a trial after a trial. And then after six months of trying to process to get to Australia, I remember one day I was praying and, I, and you know, it was crunch time. It was like the 11th hour. This needs to happen. Like I've quit my job. I've done everything. This needs to happen like tomorrow. Um, it should have happened yesterday, but, you know, like tomorrow it needs to happen. And I remember I was in church and I was lifting up my hands and God just brought that scripture to me. Um, Exodus 14, 14. Uh, the Lord, um, the Lord will fight for you. You need to only be still and still doesn't mean you just stand still and you don't do anything, but it was still in my mind as in any thought that was going contrary to what God had said, it needed to stop. It needed to be still any, any, anything that, that I was experiencing that was contrary to the banner that was before me of God fighting for me that needed to be still. That needed to stop moving and stop going to the places where it was going, where faith was not alive. And the next day, yes, everything came through miraculously. And, you know, 
it's always nice telling these stories because it's like, oh, boom, I went through a hard time. And then look, it happened. <laughs> the, the journey was still real. You know, I had to hold mm. on to the word of God. But when I look at Exodus 14, 14, for me, that is Jehovah Nisi. He was my mm. banner in that moment. He was reminding me again that he, his wraparound presence was around me and he has given me a word and he was going to see that come to pass. So, so when I look at walking that out, I see what it looks like in my everyday life, but I also see what it looks like when it comes to big battles. But I think yeah. sometimes we need to tackle the little battles um, and, and be <laughs> totally. reminded of Jehovah being our, our banner. <laughs> Yes. Well, that's, I think, why the Lord allows us to do those things on the little dailies, because then mm -hmm. hopefully we've reminded. I love what you said, though, Taff, and it really reminds me of, I feel like the common theme in both of your stories was control. Like, yeah. ultimately, as humans, we think that we should have control and that we need to always be in control <laughs> of whatever is going on. And I think that when we are faced with situations where our first thought is, okay, well, I'm going to fix this. Or like, even with your daily, your example of your daily stuff, mm -hmm. it's like, well, okay, it's not going to work tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. You're trying to figure out in your head. Like, and like you said, it's not that we should not like be proactive and like, you know, take steps forward. But I love how in, um, especially in Exodus, when he's talking about this and the Lord being his banner in verse 16, it says, he said, for hands were lifted up to the throne of the Lord and the Lord will be at war against the Amalekites from generation to generation. And mm. just that picture of like, and the, just the example and kind of what I pointed out at the beginning of Moses's hands being lifted and they were winning the war when his hands were lifted to Christ, that if we live in that posture of our hands continually lifted up to the father and just surrendering the control, surrendering what we have in mind for our lives and our day even like mm -hmm. that and we allow him to be that banner for us what a beautiful life and how much more of his goodness will we see even just your like I love that you gave a simple example because that is the That's grace of God day. in our yeah. daily lives <laughs> yeah and like I think that when we walk like that of like seeing God in the small in the little like details it's such a sweet reminder of of his goodness to us and I just think that that picture of just like for me kind of answering the same question like how should it change me of really for me it's that picture of just like living with my hands raised to the Lord and allowing him to be my banner like mm -hmm. walking in a way that I believe that that I know he is my banner he has gone before me he has he has given me what I need to, to walk out my day. And ultimately kind of going back to the verse I read in first John that he's already won. So if I just live my life with arms raised to him and release the control, you know, then, then my life will look different. And hopefully the goal, people will see that in me and want to know Jesus more too, yeah. you know? So yeah. It's, um, it's so funny that you say that because I like I love the the everyday part um, when I was in my teenage years a very long time ago whew, anyway <laughs> um, and 
I, I went to a very Bible believing church and they were very big on like getting out the Hebrew word. And it was, it was just fun. I loved it. I loved it so much. And that's where I began to learn all these different names of God, like Jehovah Nisi. And, and, you know, back then, you know, we used to sing these words in our, um, in our, in our songs, they were in our songs and, and when we would, there was a song we would sing. I can't remember it, but there's a song we would sing, and we would say, "Jehovah um, is Jehovah Nisi. He is my banner. He goes before me. He fights for me." And the 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 roar that would happen in church, the excitement that would happen in church, was like, "Yes, He is my God. He is fighting for me." And and I think like sometimes when we see Him as Jehovah is our banner, we're thinking about a big event. We're thinking about him coming in those big events and that's when he's going to show up. But actually God is going, I want to show up in your everyday life as your banner. You know, I want to show up and be intimate with you. And and for you to know that to be with me means that you have that protection around you all the time. You just need to be reminded of it. And, and, and that's the part that I think sometimes the enemy comes to us and we act like we don't have a banner around us. We act like there is nothing there and we go, oh my goodness, I'm just going to crumble in front of the enemy and and everything. I, I just can't keep my head up. But actually, when our thought process is going, the enemy comes and he attacks, but I'm going, oh, no, no, no. But have you seen the banner that is before me? My confidence and my stance when I am standing is like, I am not defeated by you. I hear what you're saying. Ouch. I kind of feel it. <laughs> I feel that, oh, enemy, that was not fun. That was that was not called for. But then my focus goes to the banner and goes, actually, this is what my God says. This is what my God says about my situation. He is fighting for me. He is for me and not against me. He has gone before this battle. He has already won. And I just need to take the position of victory in this situation and uh yeah oh that's so good Taff. so i think to close we're gonna go into our prayer challenge and our challenge and Taff's gonna explain this but i think that like through this discussion that we've had of just jehovah nisi and all that the lord is i love I just love, like you said, Taff, like the word of God and just Mm -hmm. how alive it comes to us. And my prayer is that through this study of and conversation of us just talking about the names of God, that the word of God would become so alive to all of us as we study and learn and I feel like we're just even scratching the surface of scratching all of these the words. surface. Like, yes, there's so much more that like we can dive into and learn about the Lord through his names. And so, like I said, we are scratching the surface and our prayer is that it would just ignite a fire in you to continue to grow in your knowledge of just who God is. And, and even taking something simple like this as learning the names of God. And if you're somebody who doesn't, know or have a really strong background in the Bible, that is totally fine. This is a great way to kind of start learning about who God is, is through his name. So just wanted to kind of put that out there before Taff jumps into our, Mm, into our challenges. 
All right. So our personal challenge um, for this week is going to come in two parts. Um, the first part is what are the areas that you are fighting, that you are choosing to fight physically and God is not fighting for you. So we would love for you this week just to address those areas where you find yourself going, actually, I'm just fighting this battle and God is not fighting it. And then we would love for you to invite God into that situation and then have God as your banner. So a practical way that that could happen is actually maybe you could, you know, have a piece of paper that you're going to put on your mirror and write what what it is of, of God being that banner. So for example, if I am, so, so for today, I needed to not be in control. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I needed to release my control. So today, God being my banner, the banner and what was written on it that I needed to be reminded of was God's peace, that God was in control and that he was giving me peace in the situation, that what needed to happen today, he was going to to allow that to happen. And if it didn't happen today, it was going to be okay. So my banner for today was God is in control and God is my peace. And that was what I was going to continually be reminded of. Every time I wanted to take control, I would be like, God is in control. Not me, not Taffy's, not God is in control. So, so for somebody, you're going to be identifying what that area is where you are fighting and God is not fighting. And, and for somebody else, you might do both of them. You're going to see what is the banner that you need over your life today. And write it out, write it out, put it somewhere, make it plain, make it simple and just put it somewhere and be reminded each day that that is the banner that you're carrying. That is your wraparound presence. So that's our personal challenge for this week. And our prayer challenge is that as you are walking that out, be praying over those things. Be praying over those things where you're finding yourself having to fight for that you are wanting to fight for in your own strength, but also areas where you are needing Jehovah Nisi to be your banner over you. You know, let, let, let's take those places, those things into the place of prayer and just go, Lord, hear, hear the cry of my heart. I am calling out to Jehovah Nisi to be my banner in this situation. Lord, I cannot fight this battle by myself. I need your wraparound presence to be with me as you walk with me and guide me through this. So um, those are our two challenges for this week. Um, But before we close, I am just going to pray for us. And yeah, and then Emily will say goodbye. All right. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for another episode. We want to thank you for your name being Jehovah Nisi. You are our banner. So Lord, we pray for every listener today as they have listened, as you have tickled their hearts, as you have shown areas where they have taken on the battle, where you're saying, I want to, I want to be that banner for you. I want to take that battle um, out of your hands. I want to go before you and I want to show you what it means to fight. Lord, would you reveal that to each and every listener today? Would you reveal that within our lives as well? So as we choose to walk this week, may we be ever conscious of you being Jehovah Nisi, being our banner in every single day of our lives. We thank you, Lord, in no other name but the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Taff. Um, So 
We love you guys. Thank you again for listening. We pray that this week as we go about our days that we would remember that our identity is in Christ and Christ alone and that what we've just spoken today would be an encouragement to you and remind you that you are a child of the King and that we can walk knowing he is Jehovah Nisi. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to The Creative Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on. You can find us at created.podcast on Instagram and also on our website, youarecreated.com. Hope you join us next week. But until then, don't forget, you are created.